0: describe the subject as burnout, right? Like what causes people to be burned out? So one of the things that happens, we teach a lot of children in our, our dojo. And we, we used to do all sorts of things, have conferences with the parents to explain to the parents what was gonna happen. We really don't do that too much anymore. But we always let the parents know that there is going to come a time when your child doesn't wanna come to class anymore. It's gonna happen. And really, what the child is experiencing is exactly the same thing that you're experiencing. And this is the question that we used to always ask the the parent. What is your child doing at the moment that you tell them to come to class and they don't want to come? That's the magical question. And almost always, without exception, the child is in the middle of level 16 and getting ready to finish their video game. (laughs) or they're in the yard playing with their friends and they're having the most fantastic time. And a mom opens the door and says, Johnny, get your stuff on now, you gotta get to karate. And what does Johnny say? I don't wanna go to karate anymore, right? Now I remember when our kids were all real, real little, Senpai was so clever, she's always been this way. and uh, Mr. David was one of those little kids and they relatively new, these like, these little uh, handheld video game systems were new. So she went out and she bought one for both, her, her, both of her two kids and she put it in the back of the car. And the only rule was, the only time you get to play is in the back of the car on the way to karate. <laughs> and it worked out pretty good. But what does it really speak to? What's going on, right? What's going on is all of us, and this is what causes burnout, right? Even me, there's nothing more important to me than being able to stand up in front of you guys and talk and teach class. I absolutely love it. But if I'm just finishing the last chapter of my book, and all of a sudden I look at my watch and I realize I gotta be here, and I was like, no, but I wanna finish the... Here's what it is, we almost all walk around with this feeling that there's something that we should be doing. And if we just get that one thing done, then we can feel good about ourselves. Then we can feel okay. And you know, a lot of times in martial arts, but in any form of fitness or self-development, there's a word that you hear all the time. It's called excuses. And whenever you hear that word, almost always people hear that word and they use it as a way to beat themselves up. You say, oh, you know, I'm just making an excuse. But here's what I wanna suggest to you that's a little bit different, a little nuance on that. Generally speaking, when you're making an excuse, it has nothing to do with you. You're looking out into the outside world and you're blaming something in the outside world for your excuse to not feel great. And you're saying, man, if that neighbor would just change his his behavior, if that boss would just change his behavior, if that IRS would just change the tax rules, if I could get these things done, then I would feel okay. Then I'd feel really great. I'd feel really, really good about myself. So, but since they're not, I'm going to work extra hard. I'm going to show up early. I'm going to stay late to get this done because if I get this stuff done, then I'm going to earn the right to feel good. But if we back up a little bit, and as a dojo, we say, what is the purpose of our dojo? Why are we here? Why did we show up today? We showed up today to use our martial arts as an excuse to feel good. There's nothing that needs to be done in order for you to feel good. You have to make the decision to feel good today. And it's my opinion that when people get lots of injuries, they go through lots of burnout, they go through lots. Why do people work so hard to be competitive? They want to compete, they want to beat the other one. Because they just know if they beat enough people, then they can feel good and they're using their lack of winning as their excuse to not feel good today. Does that make sense? So it's very interesting, especially in martial arts, and I'll kind of finish with this, is you know, Sifu likes to tell the story when he was in, at the Shaolin Temple. And many years ago, you know, China was even less open than they are now. That's kind of changed a little bit over the last decade or two. But This is probably 30 years ago now. And he's at the Shaolin Temple and he's realizing that because of communism, like they're very strict on the things that can be taught in Kung Fu. Like, just like, you know, they have some countries that have gun control and those kinds of things. Like they have like martial arts control. Like there's certain moves that you're not allowed to learn because the government is unacceptable. So he's training and he's learning and he's enjoying But there's always this element in martial arts of fantasy. There's this element that there's something else. And if I just stay long enough, I can get the the, the authenticity. I can get the real thing. I can get the deep learning. And one particular monk, 36th generation Shaolin monk, is watching him train. He goes to bed. He doesn't think anything of it. 2 o'clock in the morning, there's rap, 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 on his door. And it's this shalin monk with a dozen of his top students. They say, get out of bed. Master wants to see you. And Sifu says, wow, what what, what does he want? He wants to show you hidden technique in kung fu that his government doesn't allow him to teach. And Sifu, every fantasy he ever had about martial arts, going through the roof, he says, I can't believe this. They go out to a, place in the forest, there's torches written. If you've ever been to Sifu's camp, there is no doubt that the way he runs that camp was influenced by the Shaolin Temple. It's this absolute amazing fantasy. And Master Yu, with an interpreter, says, let me show you the technique, the hidden death technique of all Kung Fu. Sidestep front foot, high block backhand, intercept jab spend the next three hours on that technique. Master, he says, what did you think of the hidden technique? Cephas says, I didn't have the heart to tell him <laughs> we've been doing it a number of years. But the finishing touch on that story is, is the reality that we're all walking around thinking there's something more 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 and the truth is there is something more it's right to feel like you're missing something it's right to feel like there's something more but what is the something more realizing that everything in life comes down to one thing is how you feel today how you feel today are you using something more as your excuse to try and injure somebody else? Are you using something more for not being your best with your kids, not being your best at work? Are you using something more as your excuse to not feel great today? And if you let go of this idea that there's something more and just realize that your whole purpose in everything that you do is to prioritize feeling good, then all the something more has come to you. Come If the information in this podcast spoke to you, you'd like to get some more information, you can check out my book, Break the Chain, Volume 1, available on Amazon. Also, you can get the link to the book in the show notes, as well as ohiomartialarts.com slash breakthechain.